Awesome, awesome. Today we are uh, uh, going to look at what is it like to be, uh, to be, more being, less doing. So on Sunday night, uh, as I was standing in front of the manger, uh, a couple brought a son and a daughter. And uh, there were lots of people because Sunday night's a crazy night. But as I was praying for somebody else, I overheard that my boy uh, has a delayed speech, a speech impediment. Uh, and so we want uh, you guys to pray. Um, and I saw from the corner of my eyes somebody praying for the boy. <clears throat> and I was praying for somebody else. So I prayed and I, I looked toward my right and the boy was still standing there. So I went to the parents and said, can I pray for you? Uh, can I pray for the boy? And she said, uh, I have, we have, somebody has prayed for the boy. Uh, and I knelt down on the ground and I said, well, I heard he has uh, speech delay, speech impediment, so I want to pray for him. And she said, okay. So I looked at the boy and said, see, there was a prince in the palace. He grew up in the palace. And God called him uh, to free his people from slavery. And he led his people out and he crossed a big sea, he parted the big sea, and he crossed on the dry ground, he hid with his stick on the rock, and the water comes out, and they drank water from the rock, he prayed, and food will come down from heaven, and people ate food that came down from heaven, Uh, do you know, his name is Moses, and he looked at me, and he has speech impediment, then his eyes got wide open, um, But God can do great things through you even if you have speech delay. And do you want to let Jesus come into your heart? The story you just saw. And he smiled and said, yeah. So I said, can you pray after me? And I'm going to pray very slowly, but you pray after me. And I said, Lord Jesus. Then the first time he said, mmm, mmm, mmm something like that. It didn't come out. So I said, Lord Jesus. And he said, Lord Jesus. And the mom and dad gasped in astonishment. They were astonished. He was able to speak in public. And he prayed the prayer of the believer's prayer, believing Jesus, that he wants to follow Jesus. Right? Yeah? See, the thing is, God is present in silence. See, this boy lives most of his life in silence. He is not able to connect and talk to people. But silence is not powerless. More being in silence with God is where God do deep works in our life. God always do his deep work in silence. Remember the story here? See? Behold, 
you will be mute and not be able to speak until the day these things take place because you did not believe my word which will be fulfilled. You know? Zechariah did not believe the word of the angel and he could not speak and he was mute for nine months. Now that's a long time for a priest. Right? I mean, that's, a, I mean, that's like your pastor not being able to speak. I remember one time I lost my voice and I was praying and hoping that I'll get back the voice but I did not get back even until Saturday and late Saturday night I had to call Jonathan and say, Jonathan, I don't have a voice. Can you preach on Sunday morning? I mean, for Jonathan, it's, uh, he doesn't sleep so it's no big deal, right? He, and he worked whole Saturday night, Sunday morning and preached. So you know, it's an honor for a priest to read the scripture. He is the first person to read the scripture all the time. That's the honor that is given to the priest when they go and worship together. He, he, he wasn't able to do that for nine months. He had to go before God and pray for people and bless. So Zechariah, who had been doing this, he wasn't able to do for nine months. But what was happening in nine months? I'm sure there was repentance. I'm sure there was things that he was talking to God and God working deeply in his life. Men, when my wife was sick for eight months, uh, eight weeks, and she wasn't able to talk because of the constant coughing, that she probably got an hour or two rest in the day. There was one thing that she could do for that eight weeks was she could reflect. She could reflect and pray. And she could think about the work that she was going to do. And that gave her a lot of materials for her work that is to come for next year. See, silence. Silence is what? Is don't do anything. Do not make things happen. Do not manipulate to make things happen. That is more being in silence. It's where you got to stop. On Wednesday morning, we were praying together. Some of the men were praying. And the leader of our prayer group, he said, I've been running around since probably September, October. And nonstop, even up to this time. And I just need to stop. That's what our prayer leader said. I just need to stop. And we need to stop. Stop and do nothing. Don't make things happen. Let God do everything in your life. As I was preparing this message, more being and less doing, I did more doing than any other week in my life this year. You know? I did... I lived the opposite of my sermon that I was preaching this morning. That I'm preaching this morning. Oh, I did more than any other week, any other time that I remember. It's running around crazy. See, the negative impact of doing, doing is what? I don't know about you guys, but it affects our relationship. My wife and I. Okay. 
if there is one thing that my wife wants from me, is my attention to her. She doesn't ask money or buy stuff and give, you know. But if I can be with her, if I can be with her, that is enough for her. That is enough for her. But I couldn't be with her this week because I was doing a lot for her. And was she happy? No. She wasn't happy with all my doing because she wants me to be with her. Right? Right? Are you getting it? So we could be doing a lot for God and not be with the Lord. Right? This is the reason why Jesus said to Martha, Martha, you are busy for things that are less important. Mary has chosen the important part, to be with God. Focus on God. It's not because God didn't appreciate Martha, but Martha was trying to gain favor of God through work. Sorry. And God is saying, you can't come to me and buy my favor through work. You have to be with me, spend with me, focus on me, and give your life to me. He, Christ wasn't talking down on Martha, no. What he's saying is, work doesn't save you, your belief and faith. So, what did I say again? See, look at this. And he asked, see, when for a riding, because... Elizabeth said his name is going to be John. And people are saying, there's nobody with that name in your family. Let's ask Zechariah. He wrote it down. And he said his name is going to be John. And what did, peop- what did people do? They were astonished. They marveled. Why? Because Zechariah had been with God for nine months. And when he spoke, when he spoke, out of the silence of being with God, it blessed people. More being in silence. More being in silence, my friends. Zacharias was silent for nine months. Jesus was silent so many times in his life. Even when Pilate asked him, are you the Christ? Are you the truth? He was silent. Because he was with God. Does that make sense? Right? Does that make sense? It is in silence that God does deep work within your life. Silence is not about not talking. It's about not doing anything. So young people, right? Youth, young people, young adult, when you get a chunk of silent time by yourself, what happens? You freak out. You freak out because you have so much time and you don't know what to do. Having a chunk of doing nothing is scary for a lot of people. It's the most challenging thing that you can give to young people. Right? Boredom is because of boredom that a lot of people do so many things. Because they were bored they'll go and harm somebody. Because they were bored, they do drugs. Because they were bored, they drink. Because they were bored, they do all this crazy stuff. My friends, when you use this empty time, empty space, and allow the Spirit of God to come in, 
It is where creative things will happen. It is where birth will take place. It is where you will find who you are in that silence. And I pray for our youth, for our young people, that this chunk of quiet time is not a scary time for you. I cannot wait to have a quiet time for me. Now, every morning when I get up, I don't want to hear any noise or sound. And I am so happy. I look forward to get up very early morning and do my thing with God and hear and listen with God. And when I hear a voice, you know, I'm kind of disappointed because that's my time with the Lord. You know, and my kids go to school. My wife and I at home, we're doing our own thing. That is the most blissful time. When I get up at 4 a.m., 5 a.m. to work on my sermon, to write on that, that's the best time for me because I am alone with the Lord. I look forward to it. It's a luxury for me now to have that kind of alone time. Because if I come here, there are people. If I'm at home, if it is not school time, there is noise and people everywhere. Where can I find my alone time? I have to work hard to make that happen. I have to make hard, make hard to make that happen. You know, and uh, uh, so more being in the secret place, right? The secret place. I want to talk about this, very important. So I was with uh, my wife and we were with Paul and Annie uh, some week, a couple of weeks ago because they invited us for dinner. And uh, we had an unexpected guest uh, as we were going to eat. And it was one of the uh, guests that stays in their Airbnb uh, uh, house. And as we sat down and talked, um, we found out that she was an actress, right? And she just got a role uh, in the Bollywood movie. So we were sitting there and talking. And it went because he was talking about Bollywood's about Indian movie. So we started talking about India, and it went to many people and the Dalai Lama and things like that. And I talked to them about... Um, my trip to the foothill of Himalayas where I went to pray and meditation. And she said, oh, I love meditating. I love to be alone with God. Uh, not, she didn't say God, but I love to meditate. So I said, I love to be alone with God. And this meditation, I, was te- I went up in the morning and took a bottle of water. And I didn't know it was going to be a long journey because I saw a mountain. So I said, I'm going to climb that mountain top. I'm going to fast and pray. So I walked up. I got up early in the morning and I walked. And I reached that mountaintop. And there are like hundreds of other mountaintops. When I reached there, and I have one bottle of water. What am I going to do, right? So let me try another one. I reached the second one and the third one. And even when you are on a journey to the secret place of God, temptation will come to you. This is what I'm going to say. As I was going, fasting and praying and going, finding secret place, I was tempted in so many ways. I was tempted in so many ways. Of food, of course. You're thinking about food. You know, can I maybe back home? I have only water. It's a long day trip. Can I make it back? And then uh, power, you know, uh, lust. Those kind of things will come to you. As you talk about that, there's fleeting pictures, all kinds of things mixed. And I was remembering, thinking about Christ. Christ, he, when he was fasting for 40 days, 
when he was in the secret place of God, with God, he was tempted with food, power. The strongest temptation came when you are on the journey in the secret place of God. So when we fast and pray this January, I, I guarantee you, you will get temptation from God. But you have to stay and focus in this secret place. Okay? In the se- when you pray to the Father who is in the secret place, you say, who is in the, in the secret place, my friends? This is where God will reward you openly if you spend time with Him secretly. Right? On Thursday, we were more, we, uh, some of us were praying and uh, our prayer group leader and we were talking about how our life is kind of out of control. And we talked about that and we were praying and saying, even if our life is totally out of control, God is totally in control. Okay? But God is totally in control if we go to the secret place and be with Him. Where is your secret place? Are you going to the secret place? See? When, uh, when Joseph was pondering secretly to do away with Mary because she doesn't want to embarrass her and shame her publicly, it means he is pondering and praying to God because Joseph is known to be a righteous man. You read that. What happens? God came to him. The angel of the Lord came to him in secret and spoke to him and said, Do not do that, Joseph. This is going to be a child of heaven. This is my chosen one, right? See, when you are in the secret place with God, God will appear to you in secret. And give the message for you to go on. So, that is the reason why secrecy is a spiritual discipline. Okay. And Christ talked about this in Matthew chapter 6. Are you ready? Three things. All right? When you give, give in secret. When you pray, pray in secret. When you fast, fast in secret. Secrecy is a spiritual discipline. When you give, give in secrets. When you pray, pray in secrets. When you fast, pray, fast in secret. And God will reward you openly. But this is more being. This is about a lie. Because you're talking, why is my life out of control? Because you are not going to the Father who is in the secret place. Just like me. This week, past week. Doing almost everything. But the impact of doing everything is not positive. It didn't please anybody. Right? So, what you got to do is stop producing and start praying. See? Stop trying to please everybody. And start pleasing the Lord. In fact, stop obsessing about all the stuff in your life. What do we do then? Start obeying God and see where it will lead you.
I can go on and on, but I got to move on here, right? Here. And I want to talk about here more being in the hiddenness, okay? The divine hiddenness of God. When you go to the source of your life, when you're closest to the source of your life, the divine hiddenness of God, that is who, that is where you find out who you are. Okay, let me tell you the story here. So, when Elizabeth was pregnant, what did she do? She hid from people for five months. Okay? This is so countercultural. Because if God does something in our life for us or the world, let's say, what do we look for? We look for popularity, publicity, right? We want to be known. We want to be out there. Right? Nowadays, I mean, if you, um, because we're talking about pregnancy, I hope you're not offended, right? Um, well, nowadays, people who are pregnant, they're on Insta, okay? I mean, baby bump and uh, naked baby bump, and thousands and millions of people are following and liking on Insta of, of your pregnancy. Right? And you're showing to the world your naked body or things, and you celebrate the attention, acclamation, adoration that you get from people. But in the hiddenness of God, your life is not dependent on the acclamation, adoration uh, of people for you to go and support. This is what happens when you're not in the hiddenness of God, okay? The moment you experience this popularity and publicity, the celebrity status that you get, your life is dependent on what other people say. Right? And you stay away from the hiddenness of God. You lose your focus. But in the hiddenness of God, you are not dependent on the popularity. You are not dependent on the encouragement or acclamation, adoration of people. You are only for God. Your life is only for God. And your support and inspiration and encouragement is dependent only on God. That can happen when you are when you have more being in the hiddenness of God. Because it is by nature, we like to be adored, acclaimed. We like to have this attention. We like 3,000 people following us on Instagram. We get a sleepless night when somebody canceled their uh, following you from Facebook and Instagram. See? When people don't like you, Only with God. If you give attention to Him, your heart will be full. That is being in the hiddenness of God. In the hiddenness, we are closest to the source of our being. In hiddenness, we find who we are. Elizabeth found joy in the hiddenness of God and cried in a loud voice to say, God has taken my reproach away and he has heard my prayer. And she hid for five weeks. She spent time with God for five months, not weeks, five months, giving glory to God. Such important. What do you want for Christmas? What do you want for Christmas, my friends? Do you want busyness? Do you want stress? Do you want anxiety? Do you want temptation? 
No, right? But how do you move away from there? In the hiddenness of God, it will take you away from temptation to a peaceful place. It will take you away from anxiety to a safe place. And here, so in rest, more being in rest, yeah? Now, let's look at this, this story, and I will close. And after this, I'm going to call on Matt and Lisa, and uh, they have something special. Look at this. So when Mary was pregnant, right? When she heard the, 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 uh, from the angel that she was going to be the mother of the Messiah of the world. She was a young girl. I mean, younger than 20 years old. I mean, if it was something like that, oh my. It w- she may post something on uh, Insta, Facebook, or, you know, uh, Tumblr, whatever, Reddit. And it would go viral. Like, wow, this young girl is going to be the mother of Messiah, right? I mean, look at the Jesus is King of Kanye. Man, how popular it has become. I mean, I always loved Kanye. I thought he was just amazing from even though before his Christian song, okay? I was a Kanye fan from a long time ago, so, because I'm from Chicago. Um, um, but it's not about Kanye today, right? So moving on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, they, they do pretty good. Kanye and Kim, they do pretty good, right? Uh, they don't need my help. <laughs> right? Do you guys know who I'm talking about? <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Well, Kanye wrote a song, Jesus is King, and it has, he has brought thousands of people to God, right? So a lot of people say, oh, is Kanye for real, or is he fake, or, you know? This is one thing I want to say to the church. Just pray for Kanye. <laughs> I mean, pray for him. He's doing the work. If you're not against me, don't be opposed to me. That's what Jesus told the disciples, Right? Be with Kanye. Pray for him. Stop criticizing him and start praying for him. That's what we need to do. Are we good with that? And let God take the rest. All right. Yes. Go Kanye. All right. All right. Now, back to this last one, the rest. Okay. So, Mary went to visit Elizabeth. And she spent there for about what? Three months. See? That is rest. She went away from the maddening crowd, from this crazy scandal, family asking, how did you get a child? Now, this young girl was wise to go on a pilgrimage and to find God's rest with a woman who had been spending time in the hiddenness of God. And when Mary visited Elizabeth, what did Elizabeth say? Blessed are you. You're going to be blessed among all women. What a most positive spirit-filled word from a person that has been more being in the hiddenness of God. You get the point? See, this God's rest is very important for this. I'll say this. When you have a restful heart in this restless world, 
See, when you have a restful heart, God's rest in this restless world, what will happen? You can meet this restless world with God's rest. Mary met this restless world with God's rest. That's why she didn't go out of control. This young girl was able to shoulder the responsibility of God in her life because she had God's rest in her heart. This is very remarkable for a 16 to 18-year-old girl to do this. So do you have the rest of God within you, right? I want to give you exercise for this week. You ready? So this week's practice is practice giving in secrecy. And the other one is practice secrecy in your prayer life. And the other one is uh, practice secrecy in fasting, right? These are the three principles that Christ gave. So start practicing it and see. When you give to someone, uh, you know it comes from your heart. People come to me and my wife and say, we want to give this for the slum or the children home. I mean, I'm blown away. I'm just blown away. And they don't even give to the church. They just keep quietly. And we say, you know, maybe you can give to the church. But God bless all of you. Now, and that is a practice. And here, here is a, a five, four stops that I want to give. Okay, stop. So, uh, stop producing and start praying. Okay? And then stop pleasing people and start pleasing God. And stop obsessing about stuff and start obeying God. And here, this is the one very important. Stop talking and start listening, right? Um, When you know each other so well, you can finish each other's sentence, right? Well, don't finish the sentence for God. I mean, just listen and see what he'll say. Are we good with that? Yeah, so here. Secrecy in giving. Secrecy in praying, secrecy in fasting, and then stop doing this thing. This is our weeks. In fact, a couple of weeks, because we're going to travel on Tuesday. And when I come back from India, I want to come. I'm leaving you with a tank gas, full of gas, right? So you're 